Father, we just thank you so much for Virginia. God, we thank you that we can be here, that we can partake in, in what you have for us today. God, we just ask that you um, settle any anxiety that Virginia would have, Lord, and that we know that the words that she's going to speak come from you, Jesus. So we just bless this teaching, and we just ask that you would bring us joy this morning, Father, and for the rest of this quarter and next quarter, for the next six months, God. We just thank you, we praise you, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Hello, guys. It is good to see you again. It's good to be with you guys again. Um, so I, I came back on Wednesday, but I couldn't see any of you guys until Thursday. And literally, like, I could just feel my face light up. Um, and I was just really excited to see those of you that I saw and got to hug and got to chat with. So just really excited to be back with you guys. Um, did anyone get to have a white Christmas? I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. White sand. <laughs> White sand. Yeah. Uh, it, so it rains. Oh, it rained here. Yeah. yeah. I wonder. It snows on Mauna Kea sometimes, but I don't know if it snowed over Christmas. Um, it did not. Um, I had a friend who told me that one time they sledded down Mauna Kea in the snow, which is pretty crazy. So. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Um, so field trip, the next time it snows. Alrighty, so the book of Jonah. Who, I, who here read Jonah before class today? Oh, exceptional. Have we done PTs? Have we done horizontal? I'm so proud of you guys. Good job. That seems like most, most people. Um, that's awesome. Well done. Okay, I'm really happy. So, we all have at least read Jonah. What are some things that stuck out to us? What are... It just ended. It just ended. Where's the rest? Also, what? Yeah. Yeah. So it just ends, really abrupt, it's like a cliffhanger. That's really odd. We'll talk about it. What else stuck out to you guys about the book of Jonah? The worm? What about the worm? <laughs> Who said that? I it was interesting how God using Jonah still can he didn't have faith, he got on the boat, but through Jonah taking that boat ride, other people came to faith. Yeah. I found it interesting that all the foreigners cheered the Lord, but not really. Or like, there was people on the ship, and after they made the sacrifice and everything. Yeah. And then the Lord made as well. It's a real big lesson on what is the true fear of the Lord. Is it lip service? I think that's what Jonah says otherwise. Yeah, it's really interesting. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. It stops with a very pointed rhetorical question. Um, Just ends. Yeah, that's good. Yeah? And what, and what city, you know, take into account the city that 
massive revival. Um, yeah, massive revival in a crazy city like Nineveh. It's awesome. So do we, we like Jonah? Yes. Yes. We like the book of Jonah. I'm not talking about the human Jonah. We like the book of Jonah. It seems like yes. That makes me really happy. Um, I'm really happy because it is one of my favorite books. Um, and this is actually my favorite quarter in SBS. Um, I, before SBS, I had really not any time spent in the prophets. The first time that I actually read through them was in DTS. Um, I, I remember going through, I read through the Old Testament on my outreach, and I remember reading through the prophets and being like, ooh, this is a pretty verse. Um, and then like getting to the next paragraph and being like, this is freaky, scary, I don't know what's going on. But um, by that time that I was reading the prophets, I already knew that I was going to um, be taking SBS. Um, and so I wasn't worried that I had zero understanding of the prophets. Um, and yeah, so it was my, it was my favorite quarter when I was a student, but it was the most, it was overall the most difficult quarter. Um, and it was like, as I saw the darkness of Israel's sin, God was just revealing layer after layer after layer of my own sin and my own brokenness. And as I saw how badly and how desperately Israel needed someone to step in, um, I began to see more clearly my need for a savior as well. Right alongside Israel, I was crying out for someone to do something, for something to change, because I just couldn't go on like this any longer. Um, One thing that I love about the prophets is that they made me really desperate for God in a new way um, that I, than I had ever been before. Um, and then when, um, when I went on outreach to India for SBS, everyone should go to outreach. Um, I think it should be mandatory. It should be a year-long school, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, so when I went to India, I had uh, more time to spend with the prophets. And um, our team was asked to teach in a seminary, and me and Tim taught Bible overview to second-year seminary students. Um, and it was amazing. Um, here's a photo of outreach. <laughs> so this is Tim. He looks like such a baby. That's Stephen back there. And, <laughs> and guess what they're eating? They're eating dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that definitely happened on outreach. Um, you can ask. This was this was in Nagaland, of course. <laughs> uh, where is it? It's like the north. It's not necessarily like mainland India. It's like up in the northeast. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, so, anyways, me and this glorious man of God here. Um, we got to teach Bible overview um, in the seminary, and on my birthday, actually, um, we had finished the Old Testament, and I did a segment on messianic hope through the prophets, um, and getting to teach that, and getting to pull out all the pictures and the portraits of Jesus and everything that God's people had hoped for and needed. I mean, to get to teach that on my birthday, like, it was the best birthday I've ever had. It was amazing. Um, so I, 
I love the prophets. <laughs> I love the prophets. <laughs> um, they have changed my life. Um, and this quarter is going to be intense because we're going to, you know, have to learn what prophets are, how to observe them, how to interpret them. Um, and as you guys know, the workload already is intense. Um, and the content can be really overwhelming too because there is, you're just confronted with a lot in the people of God and you're confronted with a lot in your own hearts. Um, however, the hope and the light and just the portrait of Jesus and of what God has, pro- of what God promised to do is so overwhelmingly um, beautiful that it, it keeps you buoyant throughout the quarter. Um, so. So don't miss that. Um, Another thing, another reason why the prophets are really special is is because of the way that they reveal God. In the first quarter, through the Torah, through the historical books, um, through the wisdom literature, we see see his character... um, but we're being told about him. He's being described to us, or we're getting to read a narrative story where he acts and does something, and then through that we can see that he's kind, that he's good, that he's faithful. Um, But here, it's a little bit different, because in the prophets, God tells us who he is with his own words. It's in the prophets that we hear God speak the most, more than any other literature in the Old Testament. Um, And it's one of the reasons why this quarter is so special, Because God speaks the most here, the prophets have a unique ability to reveal the heart of God um, in an exceptionally clear way. And so I'm really expectant for what God's going to do in this quarter. Um, It's going to be super transformative. And, you know, the prophets is the perfect place to sit if you want to see God. um, Because you can just listen to him as he tells you about um, himself with his own words. It's going to be an awesome quarter. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into our first prophet. Okay. We're excited. We're excited. Um, so Jonah, it's one of the prophets that we're more familiar with um, than most others. And even then, it's mostly because of the big fish, and it's because of the events um, and the easy, fairly easy to understand narrative that we're familiar with it. Um, and it's it's a unique prophet because it's written in a narrative style instead of oracles, and it's actually the perfect bridge between the first quarter and the second quarter because although it is a prophet, it's written in narrative style. So it's a very unique prophet. Um, it's action-packed, and I think that's one of the reasons why Veggie Tales made a movie yeah. out of it. Amen. Amen. It's a good word. Um, I think Jonah is like musical theater. Jonah Veggie Tales is like musical theater of the Bible, and I think it's really funny. I think it'd be cool. Like, anyways, whatever. Sidetrack. Um, oh, I just think it'd be cool to see. Like, imagine the Minor Prophets like put on Broadway, like. That would be crazy. Anyways, um, I think that'd be awesome. Um, Super good idea. Let's get Danny to spearhead it because she's a theater girl. Um, Okay, 
So it's action-packed. There's a lot of things going on in the story, and it also speaks into a lot of things as well. Um, even in SBS, Jonas was one, my, was one of my favorites, and we taught it on outreach a ton. And every time I opened up to these four chapters, it never ceased to amaze me how much that they contain. I, I, I like the analogy of a diamond for Jonah. So you hold it up. Um, it's a huge diamond. It's like a 300-carat diamond right here. Um, but you hold Jonah up, and you, you twist it, you turn it, and you see it in different ways. And the light refracts differently, and different colors pop out. And I think that is true of the whole Bible, but especially for Jonah. Um, there's so much that this book holds. Um, it is more than any kid's book or kid's movie could ever do justice. It's more than any teaching could ever do justice. Um, it holds so much, more than we could ever uncover, even in a lifetime of just studying these four chapters over and over again. It's a story about the wideness of God's mercy and the depths of his love for all people, even to those who are considered to be his enemies or even the perceived enemies of his people. And so on one hand, in Jonah, we get this beautiful portrait of God and his character. And yet on the other hand, we see a really painfully clear um, reflection of ourselves. Um, Jonah is a mirror, and it's a huge challenge to us. I think that's one of the reasons why it ends with a rhetorical question, so that we can reflect um, on what God says there. Jonah reflects our own hearts back to us, and it shows us where we need God's mercy and his forgiveness in our own lives. Jonah teaches us what genuine repentance and wholehearted obedience is, uh, most often by showing us what it's not. And Jonah reminds us that God is so much bigger and he's so much better than the boxes that we put him in. And so it's my hope that as you all study Jonah, as you let these truths sink so deeply into your heart, that you will fall more in love with God um, and see the beauty of his character and also reflect on things that you see in the mirror when you read Jonah. Let Jonah read you as you read Jonah. Yeah, and so before, before jumping into anything else, um, I just want to pray again. Pray that over us. Pray that over myself. Um, Jesus, thank you for the book of Jonah. Um, Lord, it... It exposes the beauty of who you are, and it exposes some of the uglier parts of our hearts. And so, Holy Spirit, I ask that um, as, as we do this teaching and as, um, and as everyone in here is charting through Jonah, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just be speaking really clearly, Lord, that you would um, speak whatever you want to say to every individual student, whether that's comfort, whether that's conviction, whether that's challenge, whatever it is. Holy Spirit, would we have soft hearts to receive what you have for us? Um, would, I have a would I have a soft heart to receive um, what you want um, for me, Jesus? And so we love you. We need you. Um, we thank you that you're in this place and you are in this room and you are in us. And um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.